Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Today we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 14, Stand By Me. Stand by me. Not behind me. My name is Marty. I'm here with Jen. Hey, guys. Let's get started with Jenny and Submit. My favorite couple has returned to the episodes. I like. I'm I'm kind of interested in their segments, but not. They, they kind of give too much time to them. Yeah, like, I just mm. I just feel like it's like you know like, like TLDR. You know, too long to read. Like like all right, uh, yeah. Jenny's gonna cry about or be whine about something, and Sumit's gonna whine back, and then you know Sumit's gonna talk about how he needs to have six children and everything to please his family and the family's yeah. still not going to be pleased. Jenny's going to be pissed. Next. Like, yeah, that's, it, that's it. It's the same it time every time. Wash, rinse, repeat. Yep. Seen the episode within the episode every time over and over again. Yeah. Heard it, seen it, know what's going to happen. I Next. I do like Jenny's daughter and daughter-in-law. Yeah, I do. I like them. I feel like they're 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 on her side. Like, they're in a corner. Legit. Yeah. Which is good for Jenny because it's... I mean, because Sumit's not. Yeah, because Sumit's not in her corner, and obviously neither any of his family. And it and it's it does have to be really hard to be alone, essentially, in an, a foreign country. You don't have oh, yeah. any of your familiar things. You don't even if you've been there what, ten years, or whatever. Like you're used to it, but like it's still not your home. It's you not still home. don't have your friends, your mm, family. You still and, stick out like a sore thumb. And, and a lot of the times, like when cup when people move to like a different state for their partner or a different country or whatever, like the family is really supportive and welcoming and you know, you get to feel like you're part of their family. Like you're away from your right. part and like absolutely not for Jenny. No. And that's gotta be very isolating and very very, very hard so. for her. Yeah. I can imagine. So you know they did this whole like Bollywood dance class which mm-hmm. was probably fun and thing. I get so uncomfortable watching people dance. I don't. I don't know. It bugs me. I just. I thought it was. I one. I thought that that was a dance I'd actually be able to do. And that I was. Didn't seem too hard. Like yeah. yeah. And just gotta be able to find the beat and then do your little arm upper shoulder right. thing or whatever. And uh, but like I felt. Uh, but then I kept laughing because like inside because I'm like well. You know, oh, Jenny better be careful. She's going to hurt herself again. Like when she fell off that chair. <laughs> and then she's like, see, Sumit, this is why you can't work seven days That's a week. Because I some... might fall and hurt myself while Bolly- Bollywood dancing. I would love to see like a group of blue collar dudes doing that work. Yeah. Or, like truckers and like yeah. bowlers and shit. Like big bearded truckers just I doing would, that. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. But it's like, that's why I can't go to the str- like the strip club. I, I just, I'm so uncomfortable watching people like dance and trying to be sensual and shit. Like, I never know what to do. I never know what to do with my hands. I'm always like tearing up my beer label or, or like a napkin in front of me and shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I do that too. I'm like, cause like, I don't know. Once I've had enough drinks, if I'm at like the right kind of venue, you know, yeah. like I like, all right, I'll dance. I don't care. Yeah. But like, also if there's people with me that are dancing. But if you're with, you know, my boyfriend's not much of a dancer, so yeah. he's more of the stand there type. And it's like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do then? Like, I'm. You know, stand next to like a board. I'm and more of the dance, let's like, go type. <laughs> let's just go home. But even like, like, what do you say to a stripper? Like when I when a stripper, you know, when they're in my vicinity, I'm just like, oh well. Yeah. Do you make she, small talk? She do you... works out, and, and then she looks like, at me hey, like, "What the fuck is hey, your problem, how you doing? asshole? How long you been doing this job for? Like, yeah. just make weird dad conversation. Got any weird stories? Like, just make dad jokes while they're there. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So Let submit. us know, guys. What are you supposed to do uh, with while the stripper is there? Give us stripper etiquette, please. What should please. you do with your hands? We need it desperately. <laughs> um, Jenny still kind of bitches at submit about working too much or wanting to work too much. Yeah, like, dude. Like, you, well, I want to have fun. You're with you retired. Too. He is not retired. Yeah, and, and like again, you know, I am. I mean, yeah, he is what like early thirties. Yeah, thirty four. He's thirty four. Right. 
And it's like, okay, yeah, he still wants to work and like do shit and like, you know, feel like he has like a purpose out here. He's doing something. And he doesn't want to be tethered to the house. Yeah. And like, and that's, and that's fine. But then also, like, just forget that Jenny's retired. Forget that she doesn't do shit at home, you know, like, but it's like you do still want uh, every relationship you want. They want time with each other to do stuff, to build, to bond, whatever. Sure. And if Sumit's working seven days a week, all day, all night, I get that. But I, but like, it's so. Jenny has I mean, there a needs right to, be a to bitch sunset a little bit. Clause on that, yeah. Like, maybe the first couple of months to get this shit right. going. That's where, like, they need to talk more. I think. I think what will help Jenny is if they talk about it and the actual if he set gave her, some kind of somewhat yeah. firm, uh, firm timeline of well, I'm gonna work every day until this time, and then after that it'll slow down and blah blah blah. Like to let her know the the long term vision of it, as opposed to just well, you know, for the foreseeable future, I'm going to work every day, all day, and barely see you. Okay, be happy about that, Jenny. Thanks. Yeah, like, right, you know. exactly. I mean, she has a right to be upset, certainly, but she's also got to be realistic, too. This is a new business, mm-hmm. and yeah. he's, he's part owner, yeah. right? Uh, so, uh, surprise, surprise, to, surprise to no one, Submit wants to go see his family. Yeah. He's got, like, a meeting with his family. It's like, and I get this, it, this is his family, but, like, at the same time, I'm like, would you shut the fuck up about your family? Yeah. Like, they're assholes. They're, they're turds. Your mom is such, the most nasty woman I think we've had on this show. She is a shit You know, stain. just absolutely terrible, yeah, vicious, nasty woman. And, you know, and, like, and just, like, dude, fuck, stop talking about your she's family. flossing her nose and yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of my house. Ugh. Uh, Jenny's daughter-in-law is like, well, why don't we just all go? Yeah. Smith did not like that fucking nope. He's like, bitch, are you crazy? Yep, and he he gave, like, the soft no, like, the polite no, <laughs> hoping that they would just be like, oh, we don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, that'd be great, thanks. And they were like, no, and they were we're like, no, we're going, bro. We're going. Let's do this shit. Yep. And, like, they know how to get ratings, and then also it's a good idea. I mean, someone needs to, to, to stand up for Jenny. Absolutely. Someone needs to advocate for Jenny, and it's not going to be Smith. Yeah. Well, Smith did kind of last time, to his credit, but he should have been doing that the whole time. They yep. probably wouldn't be in this position, if yep. you, you know? Exactly. And and that's and that's like what like the daughters say is like we want to be able, you know, to defend, you know, mom and you know, like and and yeah, definitely. It's like and it's always been, I think every single time up until this point, it's been Jenny just going you know, face you know, putting her dukes up with his whole entire family. Yeah, pretty and much. And like I and I don't blame Jenny for being absolutely done. Like, you know what? They're never gonna like me. I'm cool with it. Fuck them. Right. Know, I just... mean, what else is she supposed to fucking do? Yeah, but at she this did point? the fucking yoga with the mom. She and then they, they she, wanted her to floss her nose and all that. And she's she like, did no. Everything. <laughs> pretty much everything. They everything wanted. short of flossing her nose out. They, like she did, uh, and it's like, and it's like ah, absolutely not. Like just. Jenny's daughter looks completely fucking different when she's made up. Like she looks like a different person. Yeah. Like if she went missing. And the only picture you had of her was her all made up. You'd never find her. She looks so fucking different. It's crazy. I can see that. Yeah. So, yeah, Sumit uh, does not, he doesn't care about this idea. Sumit's just so and weak. He's just a he's weak a, man. A, and a bitch. I, I can't, yeah, I can't stand it. I just can't stand it. And, I mean, Jenny's kids and daughter and daughter-in-law, they're ready for a fucking fight. Like They're, they're already yeah. like, let's fucking do this. Absolutely. Right? So, and then... Jenny, I don't know. She bitches about doing like chores. That it's like. But what else are you doing? What that, else that's are what I think. You doing like you're talk about you're bored all the time, and I get it. It's like I mean, my dad used to do that shit growing up. Like, like I'm bored. Yeah. Like, oh, vacuum the living room, clean your room. Like, all right, that's not fun. That's not what we're talking me, about here. But that's just <laughs> taking up time. That's not entertainment. That's fucking. 
Right, that's yeah. like work. Like I, I don't want to do work because I'm bored. And I want like sixty something. Like, lady, you should just know to like do the dishes. Yeah, know, and not bitch about it. But to be fair, all those fucking dishes. If that's from one meal, what the hell, Sumit? Like, yeah. consolidate your fucking dishes. We, I don't know. We, we got to come up with a better system, probably. Yeah, like the know? guy. Like instead of like he uses a plate for everything, instead of like rinsing it off and then reusing kind of a thing. Like I don't I know. Don't like know. I should go. Like just. Like, what the hell, man? That he was a lot of dishes. He definitely, whoever is cleaning does not clean while they go. No. And, which is, like, the most important part and about it's obvious, cooking. And obviously, Sumit does not clean while he or clean while he cooks because he just expects Jenny to do it. So he does, yeah, he, has, he has no problem using every single dish they own. Right. Because, oh, Jenny's just going to clean it. And, right. But, like, I don't, I don't. I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't think he should cook and clean, but like he didn't need to use all those dishes that he used. He didn't need Probably to. There's, no way. There's, There's no, for, no way. All those dishes for two people? For two? Well, well for the four people this time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. Still. I'm still skeptical. So Sumit goes to work, and Jenny, behind his back, gets on a phone call with an immigration lawyer. Mm-hmm. We, we find out, essentially, it's going to take at least two years. Yeah. And not only that, Smith's family could fuck up the process. Oh yeah, like they could file some shit against him mm-hmm. to keep him from leaving if they Which really wanted they to. They may have already. They may have already. Jenny doesn't even know. Yeah. They may have already. But if they find out that he's going to America, they might just throw a monkey wrench in this shit just to fuck with him. Yep, that would definitely be. I don't see Sumit ever doing that, ever wanting to, because his fucking family. Because his family. And but like I don't, if they did it, that would have to be like the marriage thing. They could never tell them until like they're in America. Like, oh until yeah, mom and dad. There. By the way. By the way. By the way. And then they would in front really of the Hollywood sign. Yeah, they would uh, really not ever talk to him again. But yeah, but they might interview, might interview Smith's family. They're yeah. definitely gonna interview him. He's yeah. got to get like a, it's not a security clearance, but it's kind of like a security clearance. Yeah, I mean you got to be clear. You got to be vetted. Come in here, yeah. yeah you got to be vetted. So they're gonna talk to the family. She's gonna, they're gonna fuck that up. Yeah. And his mom is just so nasty and yeah, vindictive. She would do woman. that. Yeah. She said, "Oh, Smith likes wants to do this. Fuck him." I mean, like like her behavior because the dad doesn't act like the mom the sisters the aunts don't or whatever yeah. so, like so it's so you can't tell me it's just like the culture for her to part act me, that way part of me thinks no. that dad just goes along with it to please mom because yeah can, you, he's got to live he's, with her yeah he seems like he's scared of her because he lives with her he's got to deal with her wrath there too but like so it's it's not her nastiness is not just the culture it's, it's sure. she's no, just she's, a nasty she's person. just a nasty person yeah. yeah how about ed and liz uh so we called it Last time that they're gonna go to this party and Ed's just gonna ditch yep. Liz immediately. Which Liz was like, <laughs> Liz's only request from fucking Big Ed was, "Don't, don't leave me, me at this party." And within the first minute, he just like, boop, gone, disappeared. He's, I mean, they, I swear to God, they He's, just walked right into the kitchen. He was yeah. gone. He's like, "Hey, let's go over." They this couldn't room here. have been there five minutes. Yep. I don't even know how there was enough time to introduce her to everybody. No. And just he just took his what his brother or some shit and went in the other room. And then like Liz is just like looking around like what the what the and fuck I am under- I gonna do and I understand Liz because it's like I've I've been in similar situations where it's like you are pissed that they did exactly what you just what you asked them nicely not to do to you and they immediately did it but like you can't make like a scene you don't want to cause a fight you don't you know what I mean like so you just you have to you deal put with, up it with it you while put up like they're and like Big Ed is just totally because they already self-aware. have heard shit about yeah. her so she has she has to put she's on already her working best at face. a deficit yeah you know? so she has to be nice behave and not right. cause any problems but it's like if, if she did it's like dude this fucking Humpty Dumpty told her that he wasn't going to leave her at this party and he's gone within a minute of being there 
So right, exactly. It, so that's even more frustrating for for Liz of just being in that situation, trying to hold it together, so you don't make a negative in- impression of yourself. And... and it's like Ed's mom doesn't like her, and she knows that they all know. Yeah, Ed's mom doesn't like her. Yeah. Like it's it's not a good it's not the right situation to just ditch your your partner. Yeah, it's just not. Yep, like like stand in solidarity with her, you know, like yeah, like just just stand by her. It doesn't, you know. And it's like, and I would be pissed, like like even now, like I've met like I've met my boyfriend's family, like a lot of like the main ones, you know, enough times, but it's like still like I'm still not comfortable no. being left alone in a in a room or at a party with them, which yeah. and and so I'm still not comfortable. It's like because you're supposed to be that go between you're supposed to be that you, you need know, a buffer yeah that buffer, buffer of like you know sparking conversations Listen, talking my, about things. my wife and i have been together for over 10 years we've been married for it'll be nine years in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. if we go see her family she better not fucking ditch me <laughs> you know what i mean i'm not what the fuck I don't, yeah. don't leave me with these people yeah it's, it's like i'm still and i like her family it's just don't don't fucking ditch me. You yeah, know? I I yeah. need a buffer. It's so, like yeah, like I'm you know, and I'm fairly new to the scene, and so I was like, dude, I don't know what to what their um you know beliefs are, what their right. you know what the off you know like don't bring up this topic. Yeah. And you know, I, I accidentally I, say fucked up shit like a lot. <laughs> you know, what I, I mean? can see that. I, I gotta like, be I gotta be retarded or something or on the spectrum or something. I don't know. And I it's say like, weird and I, shit, and I make jokes sometimes, like witty humor. Like I don't think it's fucked up as you, Ooh, but no. I can I can make a comment here and there, or like oh, that's what she said might slip out. It hasn't right. yet, but could. And it's sure. just like you know, like his parents are like religious and stuff. Like I don't know where are the lines that I could be crossing. You need Ooh. to be here to help me. You know like, what's the <laughs> worst? Have you ever been in a situation where you tell a joke that you think is fucking brilliant, you think it's so fucking funny, and their reaction is like. Oh <laughs> no! All my jokes Ooh, always been, uh, land pretty well. So I've been I don't in know that situation. That. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was. In I'm that pretty situation sure I've recently. done that to you. I've been like, oh, okay. We were playing. Well, maybe I shouldn't go into this because it, it is. Well, it's not that fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. We were playing. I was playing D and D at the library because I'm a stud. And uh, how long ago? This was probably two weeks ago. Okay. Two, three weeks ago. <laughs> so, so our listeners know how long ago this was. This is pretty recent. Oh, what's about um, to happen? But well, you'll know it's recent because. Uh, we were investigating a murder, and the guy was found um, face down in the pool. And I said, oh, is it Aaron Carter? And everyone was just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I think that's too soon for uh, you know. And then I had, to, I had to do the whole thing like, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, he died recently. You know, like, like try to play it off like it wasn't a joke. Have you ever had to do that? Like, no, I'm just saying. No. Like you're, Okay, well, <laughs> I, well, I have. And often. So... True comedic geniuses know when it's too soon with the topic. Yeah, well, I'm not there yet, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so right away, what I thought was really funny is that Ed's family busts his balls. Because as soon as he walks in, one of, one of the guys there is like, hey, Ed, have you grown? Oh, yeah. Uh, that was very funny. And then he made the comment about like, oh, yeah, not like, all uh, of me. Yeah, no, that was that was gross. Another part of me grew earlier, whatever he said. Ugh. And that that's the type of thing that's never funny. See, now, I, Ed, he's learned from me. <laughs> see, and, you know, see that, I mean... It's funny, I guess, depending on your crowd, but also it, it's a it's a high risk joke there to talk about your penis. Let's talk about your dick at a family party. Yeah, yeah. at a family or oh, any any party really, uh, just to to talk about your dick. Well, I guess if, if, like a sex party. Yeah, if you're maybe. like a sex if it's party, like an or fetish orgy, party, and it's like yeah. like pre-established. Like, yeah, okay. This is a different kind of party. Yeah, but like family, I guess you can specifically say family. That'd be party. a hell of a way to meet the family. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's this kind of party. Okay. Oh, 
Yeah. He also mentioned <laughs> something about beans and like, oh, which means I'm going to have gas. He's like, going to fart a lot. And, great. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Ugh. It's just gross. You think that since he kind of looks like an egg, that his farts would smell like just rotten eggs? Blow up. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Probably cheesy dick smell coming off his because it's going to blow over his balls and, and, and bring some of that dick cheese with it. I hate it. I so, need I need like a cricket uh, sound effect. I'll just play like when you we say shit sound like that. Like, we really creak, should. Creak, creak. I, I might invest in a soundboard. Anyway, so <laughs> so yeah, Ed ditches Liz. She's sitting with his like female family. They want to know about wedding dates and shit. Which and, there is no date because because they can't get along. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, if we set a date, we might be broken up by then. So which is true. That that's yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah that that's exactly that's exactly a lot what of happens, faith yeah. in that relationship yeah so ooh can you imagine that like not even being able to like book like a venue because you're that's your you thought might break up you think like well I don't I don't know you know yeah like, that's a healthy healthy yeah you shouldn't get married if you don't feel like you can secure a venue it's like, like, why or are a they, date again why are they unhappily ever after they haven't even gotten yeah they're to not the ever after they're not at the ever after nor are they happy so no. I, I don't know. So we also learn Ed's the one that's been taking care of his mom, which it, I'm not surprised by that mm-hmm. at all. And now Ed's gone. And, you know, mom's, I don't know, with uh, Ed's uncle or some shit. Probably Ed's weird friend is like taking care of her. That's all what I can think name? of. Rich? Rich, some Things, shit. Or Richmond weirdo. or something? Like, yeah, I think it was Riggs Rich. or Rich or something. I don't know. That guy was weird. Yeah. They need to ring. They, he, uh, I hopefully hope he's, he's on at the, the tell yeah. I God, I hope he's at the at the tell Um, Ed's mom apparently told Ed's brother that Liz is a great girl. But it's like, well, when? when yeah. When? I, when? How long ago? How long ago was all and that? And after what number of the breakups? Because I, I don't think Norma, Ed's mom, always hated. I don't think she always hated Liz. Yeah. I think it was after all the breakups and all the toxic that Ed was spewing. I was going to say, I think that every all the reasons that Norma hates Liz is because of, like, the shit that Ed was, over-dramatized yeah. shit that Ed told her. Right. She didn't get the other side of the story. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he's her Benny. <laughs> he's shaped like a bean. <laughs> he is beanie? shaped like a bean. He is. Uh, he kind of looks like that. Uh, the what's the green sack from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Oogie Boogie Man. Oogie Boogie. Yeah, he looks yeah, kind of like, looks that, like a Oogie bit. Boogie. But if you cut Oogie Boogie's head down like in half, yeah, and he just kind of had his shoulders and a nub. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. A little bit and way less scary. So this party didn't end in them breaking up and throwing shit and Which yelling. Which is progress. So it's progress. It's progress. Uh. I hate that Ed took Liz four wheeling because I think he just wanted to show her that he's also kind of like a man, man, man's man, like like kind of show his macho side. Yeah. But he was just a bitch the whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, this is too fast. Like, motherfucker, really? And like, how much four wheeling did he do? Like, I forget what age he said he moved. Wasn't he like twelve when he moved to LA yeah, or something? I mean, he or wasn't California? an adult. I know that. Yeah. It's like, I don't so, know. how much hardcore four wheeling were you really? And he doing? was too fat for the seatbelt. I love that. <laughs> that that made me smile. I didn't notice, but. Yeah, I I tend to kind of tune out a little bit on them. I'm like, nah. I do that with certain segments, but or like I don't listen to what they say, but I'm looking at like what they're wearing or what they're doing and shit. Mm -hmm. And then I'm the opposite. Like I'll kind of listen to what they're saying, but not really looking. Like whatever. He was he was too fat for the belt. Call me when someone (laughs) else is on. He had to squeeze in a little bit. So this is the last day in Arkansas. The whole family came and said goodbye, and uh, who cares? 
Uh, Elizabeth and Andre. Yay. And now I can't stand these people. <laughs> I I love that there's a, there's a meme circling around from Twitter yeah. where it's Andre Andre and he's fucking swearing and talking and whatever like he usually does in the car and they got the subtitles on for him but it's like I don't and then a bunch of asterisks and one word and a bunch of asterisks and another a comma and a bunch of asterisks and yeah. somebody said Classy something guy. about like I feel like I'm playing a uh, wheel of fortune and it's like yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I do that like when You're I'm right. reading his captions it's going by so fast but like I'm trying to figure out like what swear words did he just use there's like five letters in that one what was that and I'm like well now it's too late now we're on to another sentence he with a bunch of He is an impulsive knee jerk Reacting yeah. son of a bitch, man. Because he, it's like he gets a story in his head, and then that's just true. Yeah, that's just truth. Yep. And it's like no, no manner of fucking evidence is going to convince him otherwise. Yep. Because he is just convinced that somebody reported him. Yeah. And it's like, well, dude, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. You don't really have any evidence of yeah. that. Even the lawyer told you we don't know. And it's also remember at whatever point in their history, like when he was talking to the um the immigration lawyer about like his employment pass like his whole history of whatever the hell happened on the police force and whatever in moldova in moldova or and then he had to flee to ireland like he didn't tell them any of that stuff and then yeah. then when libby yeah, and it, it the lawyer you. were pressing him he's like it's in the past you don't need to know about it. like motherfucker like yes just because no. andre put it in a box and the in his fact head, that you didn't bring it up to yeah. begin with is going to look really yep. bad. And that is probably why you're having some issues, but That's it can't be Andre's no. fault, right? Oh, no, so it's got to be this big no. elaborate conspiracy There's that a mother entire fuckers. family. Yeah, he's an asshole. So I'm, I'm convinced Libby's sisters punched him last time because yeah. the way, like, uh, she said something along the lines of, like, well, you know, they didn't start off by hitting you and it escalated. Yeah. You know, like trying to talk about how he, his role in all this. It's like, so someone definitely, he, he got punched. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I'm curious about why, like, why didn't, why did TLC cut that out? Just to keep them on the show because they knew uh, people would go nuts or. Maybe, maybe domestic violence might be a, a little, a bridge too far. I think they're holding it for the tell all. Maybe. Personally, but. And I then there know. was a thing on social media where, um, so, uh, Becky, the sister that, Probably swung on Andre. Um, so she is pregnant, she announced on the gram. <laughs> Classic um, So And so she had also Punching posted a few days ago, she posted something on uh, Instagram that I believe it was 90 Day Fiance's page that shared it. I'm trying to look now. I but, would love um, to see her like body slam Andre and then the baby in her stomach like kick him in the balls or something. Like just do a twofer. All right, well, I can't find it off the rip. But, Crickets. But essentially... Um, she, I, uh, Becky had posted a story and with a bunch of words, like trying to explain herself for that <laughs> incident, <punching him. laughs> um, for basically punching him. And she doesn't need to explain. We know why she punched yeah. him. Yeah, and so she was, she was saying that basically that, like, oh, there's more to the story of that day, and I thought she was gonna admit to punching him, but like the more to the story for that scene was. I guess that um, around that time she was pregnant, but had miscarried at some point, oh. and um, and that like. I guess uh, that Becky had at some point told her dad that she was pregnant and um, and then uh, said, don't tell anybody because it's so soon or whatever, you know, kind of thing. And then I guess the dad had went and told Libby about it. And just because it was relevant to – because Libby was pregnant and it was relevant to the situation I, or – I'm not sure, but like so – because the issue was, well, anyway, I guess – he told her and he wasn't yeah, supposed so to. Yeah, so I guess yeah. the issue was, yeah, he told her and he, and, she, and he wasn't supposed to and then she made a comment to, um, to Becky about – like in – implying that she knows she's pregnant and like around that same time it was like 
Um, like, you know, Rebecca, Becky was upset that her dad told Libby and she didn't want her to know. And like, and then somewhere along the line, she miscarried. And then she also saw on Instagram that Libby was pregnant. So she was upset. Like you didn't tell me you were pregnant. And, you know, I like kind of like a weird being mad that like, that like Libby didn't tell her outright. Just anger. Yeah. Yeah. Just anger. And that like kind of almost like Libby did a petty thing. And but Libby was mad at, I think, Becky for not telling her about her pregnancy. So it was kind of like, oh, well, you got mad at me for not telling you. But now yeah. you don't want me to be mad at me for, you know, like it was kind of uh, that dynamic. OK. And then somewhere in there she miscarried. And so she like I think around the time of that scene, she had miscarried. So she was very upset about. everything. OK. But yeah. That's, I Listen, told, I not, told that story right very to... poorly, but guys, it's on the internet. Okay, you can Google well, it. Well, we get the gist of it, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's not okay to punch people for words. Yeah, still you know, can't. Words, yeah, you but... still can't just punch people because you're having a really bad day. I mean, you I know, know, I'm not, I'm not feeling as bad about her as I was. Like, I'm yeah. not judging her quite yeah. as much as I was. I mean, the fact that nobody has swung on Andre besides Charlie up until this point is. It's pretty surprising to me. I'd, it's a little bit of a miracle. Yeah, I would, I would have, I don't, I would not have swung on him, but I, I would have pulled a Kimbali and I would have thrown some, some drinks at him at this point. That probably <laughs> so, would have been better than swinging on him, honestly. Yeah, like at least he just, it would shut ruin him up. His shirt, yeah, and shit. yeah, ruin his shirt, get him sticky or wet. It makes you look like or... a motherfucker. It looks yeah. you look like an idiot when someone throws a drink <laughs> yeah, on you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I ever go, I'm, that's going to be my move. If anybody ever upsets me publicly, like that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw a, a drink. It's just, I always wanted to, you know, just very cinematic right. in my opinion. You know, it's just something that only happens in the movies or on TV. I don't know, but yeah, I just, You know what though? The problem is in, in movies- they throw the drink and it ends there. Yeah. In real life, you throw the drink, they kick your ass. Like they beat the shit out of you for doing that. Uh, so I'm not. Um, sometimes. I'll do it in my head. I'm not gonna. You know. Like when Kimbali. Well, how, how big is the guy? Uh, you know what I mean. How big is the other person? If I'd have to. I'd have to look for the exit before I do like it. They're like kind of but... a shrimpy dude. I'm, I might. <laughs> but yeah, if they're like a bodybuilder, like no. I'm... So, and I would. I would make sure. Like, I'll if use I'm my like, words, pal. If I'm like on like a really bad date or like out in like a group setting with like and some dude's a turd and I just can't fucking stand what he's saying. Like I'm gonna order a milkshake. And mm. I'm gonna throw that milkshake on it because then you're gonna be sticky. And before you do it, look him dead in the eye and say, "I have diarrhea." <laughs> <laughs> Why would I say that? Because you know what? You're just gonna rub salt in the wound just by telling him I have diarrhea. Because <laughs> it would be so out of nowhere and so unusual and so crazy on top of. It's kind of like like it, it would be a situation of like in Jackass. Because now where he's they... gonna question his safety. Remember you know the scene I mean? from Jackass where it's like they with like the giant um like uh boxing gloves like they'll like like suck like a haymaker one side and then they like turn and then they like nail him with the other thing. Yeah, it's it, a like one, the other two hit. Punch. Yeah, it's like that's like the one two punch. That... I have diarrhea. What? Because that'll then, stun boom, him. That'll shake. stun him. Like wait, yeah. what? And then throw milkshake. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and if it's a chocolate milkshake, it's gonna take a minute for them to be like, "Did, did you just throw diarrhea?" At me? <laughs> so if you guys are ever on a bad date, order a chocolate milkshake, tell them you got diarrhea, and throw it immediately. And that's then leave. the way to go. That's, that's a, how you that, handle it. That's the move. Yeah. But... Tag, a, tag our Instagram, Big Ed's Neck Ooh, underscore. If you do it, it if do you record it. and do it, tag us. Thank oh, you. I would love that. Um. Andre made a couple of good points. I felt like he, he says something along the lines of how, how that family was raised in chaos and drama, and now they're just full of chaos and drama. Yeah. That's probably true. He should probably look at himself a little bit more yeah. in that regard, but it's not, I don't think he's wrong yeah. necessarily. Right. 
And then he said that, you know, maybe cutting cutting them off might be the best option. Yeah. It's like, well, he, again, he might not be wrong. Yeah, he might not be wrong. It just, it, I mean, everybody on social media throws the idea out there that he's this, um, you know, manipulator. He's this abusive guy who's strategically trying to isolate her from the family, which we can, I, I, we could. I think that's at least partially if true. You wanna, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, you can certainly find evidence of that. Um, sure. You know, it's not too hard to find if that's what you believe and you want to find evidence for it. But also, the, it is. It is the fact that Libby's family is a mess, and it's Libby's and so family is a mess. I yeah. think there is a line in there of you know maybe he is being too possessive of like they're not good for you. You you shouldn't be around them. Like there is maybe a, like, a little he bit d- he doesn't too far allow her to hatch it out. Yeah, hash it out enough. I yeah. feel like, and so it's like a very thin but, line between he's trying to be like he said. He's like, I'm an outsider. I can see things from the outside that like you guys can't, and I can see how toxic they are. And like, there is some truth to that. Like, sure. you know, when you're in it, you may you don't even realize how fucked up your family is half the time because it's that's, normal that's to true. you. That's and true. And it's all you know. It's all you've ever known from these people. And so it's like you got someone outside being like, dude, these guys are fucking nuts. So I think there is like a fine line there of him being some kind of you know, abuser, isolator, verse, like, he is trying to be helpful. Like, hey, these guys, we don't need this. Like, let's, right. you know, but... Like, he's, I mean, he's dumb, so he doesn't know how to express himself well. Yeah, I don't think well. he's communicating it correctly. He's not communicating himself yeah. well, but uh, he does make some good points. He really does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of the big question mark of their segment was, well, are they going to have this baby in America if Andre is deported? Yeah, and Libby doesn't want to, and... I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know what country that Andre plans on going to. I don't know what the and plan Moldova, he is. I guess. It's like I don't know what their hospital. I have no idea, no knowledge at all of what their their medical system or hospitals are like right. there. But and, and when you have a kid, you do want to be around family. It's yeah, it's just a natural thing. And I and I would imagine, I know, like if I got pregnant, I would I would be very scared to be giving birth yeah. anywhere other than somewhere familiar to me. And you know, in, right. in America being familiar to me, American right. hospitals just. You know, just I it, it might be cheaper to go to Manila. It might be, <laughs> yeah. You think about it, but but you know, and that's not saying hospitals there are bad or anything, but like, no, just, I mean, you want to be around people family. are born there all the time. Yeah, places know? that are comfortable know. around people that you know, and you know, like I mean, I'm sure you're worried about enough, and just to be in a a, a different place, different environment, right, would be hard. But and Libby is coming back to that bullshit she was on before when they had the first kid. Oh, we should get a babysitter. Why? Yeah, yep. <laughs> it was bullshit with the first kid because like it's it's one kid. Why do you need a babysitter? And doesn't she work from home? Don't you work from home? What's Which, the, what's the deal? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I don't I don't have kids, so I don't know. Uh, but I feel like it depends I, on what you do when you work yeah. from home because it can be done, but you might only be productive in like twenty minute spurts. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit more valid with the second kid. With uh, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm skeptical. But Kim and Uzman, the big fucked thing about this segment is Kim's mother passed away. Yeah, and that was very sad. I felt bad yeah, for her. I did too. I'm, you know, I'm a mama's boy whose mama died. Yeah, and I'm a grandma's boy whose grandma died, and so I felt for her and Jamal. Yeah, you know, and obviously just, I lost my mom too. Me. And yeah, yeah. It, it it got me. It's like you're never. You're never ready for it, no matter how old or young you are. When you lose your your mom, it's no, like, you're never ready. For you it. only you only get the one, and then it's and to lose, you know, so soon. It's like you in, know. In, in grief was um, I read it online. I might have read I might have read it on your social media. I don't know, but it was something about how grief is uh uh, uh 
how did they describe it? Uh, the shape of grief. I can't remember how. It like was. it's not linear. It's not linear. Yeah. yeah no, it's not. It's so not. So like linear. it's been seven years since my mom passed, but it's like I'll just have days where it's like I swear it was like, I, like I'm emotional, like it was yesterday. It's know? like and one thing can happen. You're yeah. like son of a bitch. It takes you right back. Yep. That's why I was you like know? like I was shopping for maybe like two years ago. Now I was shopping for one of my friends' um, uh, baby shower gift. And like, and then just like looking at the baby shit, I'm like, like I don't even know if I want kids. Like I've never been. Yeah. I've always been a ah, if they're I'm with somebody, they really want kids, I do it. But like, I'm not yearning for fucking kids, right? Right. And like, but like, even just looking at like the little the little baby stuff, I'm like, man, if I ever did have a kid, like my mom would never meet the kid. No. Like, and or who, who would, get married? Yeah. Like who would tell like me? Yeah. Like who would who who's gonna show me how to like wipe a baby's ass? Like my my yeah. mom's not like you know, and just and I like broke down in the middle of the fucking store. Like, yeah. And had to leave. I'm like, what? You know, what the it's, hell? It's weird. The shit you miss, you never expect. Because mm-hmm. it's like, my mom and I, especially the last couple of years of her life, we used to argue all the time about the dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. And I find myself missing the arguments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? It was such a pain in the ass. It was so frustrating. Yeah. And yet, part of me is just like, man, I wish I could just have her bitch at me one more time. You yeah. know, it's like, it's the dumbest thing ever, but it's, it's true. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the way it is. And uh, so... I'm just wondering, she's in Southern California. Jamal is on the East Coast. He's in New York. I think so. Or something like that. I think it's New York, yeah. Why the fuck is she, why is she going to stay in California? Uh, she, she just, I mean, maybe it's yeah. the weather. Maybe it's just the weather. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe, and whatever her but, job is, maybe that's I think something. She, isn't she like an in-home aide or something like care? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. It's something, I don't know what something she is, in like the medical field, but not like a nurse. Maybe she's just one of those where she's comfortable there, doesn't want to do the hassle of moving. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, and then also, I mean, you, you got to consider the weather because East Coast is not oh, Southern yeah. California, yeah. believe me. New York in the wintertime. Mm. That's a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, that's, <thanks>. a, <laughs> that's a motherfucker. <laughs> I, I like Jamal more and more every time I see him. Yeah. Honestly. He's, he seems like a genuinely good dude. Yeah. Right? And he's always looking at, and like the when they go to the ca- the little diner or whatever or the Nigerian place to get food, like he's he gave it a shot. Yeah, and she's explaining this shit like about the child and, and that made me roll adopting. My eyes and when like she's talking about the food, like you took it to the African restaurant. That's kind of I don't know that that was cringy to me. But but anyways, go on. Yeah, but but like, just like the way Jamal's looking at her, like what the fuck, mom? What? You know what I mean? Like what? And like he's but he's totally like. Like she's humoring speaking, her, you know what I like mean. She's just, speaking Russian. She's just like he's just like, well, like, like he's he, trying to figure it out. Like what are you telling me here? He's got that face where you know that he's gone many many years hearing his mom tell him crazy oh, shit, yeah. and where he's just like, are you are you kidding me, mom? But he stopped saying like the are you fucking kidding me part. Like he just what uh, okay okay sure all right, right. like just wa- looking at her like, like a battered battered spouse like uh, okay you yep, know like yep, just, just he's. He's been through it with her so many goddamn times. Yep, and I feel like he's learned that, like, no matter how many times him or anybody else tells her, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, he knows she's going to do it. So he just kind of, like, humors her. Like, oh, okay, Mom, yeah, sure. All right, yeah, good luck with that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, like, but yeah so uh, Soja Boy wants to, what was it, adopt his brother's child? Right. So they had a Is video... Muhammad all right with that? Like, did he a, ask Muhammad? Uh, a, a... I, apparently, I mean, I kind of got the impression that 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 mom and Mohammed were cool with this because that's kind of how he made it sound. Yeah. And he, you know, but the thing is, you can't really trust Usman a hundred percent. Yeah. Because every time he does something weird and shady, he's like, "Well, that's just normal in Nigeria." It's like, well, I mean, is it? I mean, yeah. You, you can accept that a couple of times, but yeah, it's like I'm gonna have to it's like. It's normal for me to adopt my brother's son. Like yeah. that's just totally normal. I'd have I, to check I with know, a few man. different sources. I'd have to find. Yeah. I don't know how you find. 
You gotta cite your sources for that one, pal. In a foreign country, but like, there's gotta be a way. Like, oh my just God, ask Jeeves or something. Yeah, like there's gotta be a Google search somewhere or a Reddit forum that you can <laughs> ask these questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, why is this working on what? Like, why does that work for mom? Yeah, I don't understand. I thought the whole point was for Uzman to pass on his seed. And... Maybe she'd I don't know. be all right that it's their blood because line? it's a bloodline thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And, but he wants to take the kid to the United States, and it kind of implies that he wants Kim to raise the kid. Yeah. And Kim, to her credit, rightfully so, is like, dude, I raised my fucking kids. Yeah. I'm not going to raise another one. She's like, what did she say? Like, I'm 58. Like, I don't want to raise another kid. No, and, dude, and that's I'm 35. What, I don't want to raise another kid. And that's I'm, what Jamal said. He was like, dude, like, the kid will be, when they're 18, you'll be, what, uh, 70? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, I would not, I like I said, I don't know how what, if I'm ever going to have kids. I don't really care one way or the other. But it's like, dude, I'm not I'm not going to raise a kid at 58. Yeah. I don't no, want to do it now. Fuck you. No like, way. I am not fucking doing it at 58. I barely have the energy for it today. Like I'm not going to I'm not going to live out I mean, I've lived a very, you know, traumatic childhood and a very high stress job and high stress life and so right. I mean, stress knocks off years of your life and you don't even know it. So I mean, I've got, That's you true. know, statistically till I'm till 70 would be a blessing if I make it to there. So that, right. I'm not yeah. finishing out this fucking uh life cycle yeah. here raising a, a kid. Use the best no. years of my life for that. No. Yeah. And the thing is, is like in some ways the the, the kid is 3. Which, you know, in some ways is better than, like, a six-month-old. Yeah, you kind of, I'd assume you but, skip all the crying, but, yeah, newborn But, you know, stuff. in some ways it's it's worse, too, because yeah. three-year-olds get into shit, man. Yeah. And they do dangerous shit. You know, they'll, they'll climb up a fucking cabinets to get, like, a cookie on the top shelf and shit. Like, they do fucked up shit. Yeah. You got to watch them constantly. Like, maybe you're not changing diapers anymore, but maybe you are, depending on the three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um. But also, you you got you you got to watch them the entire fucking time like a hawk. Yeah, because they they're dumb. They do stupid shit. I'm wondering. I don't think Jamal has any kids, and so it's I like don't think so. So it's like you know, Kimbali's not even. She hasn't even had to be like grandma yet. You know what I mean? I just no. Like I don't know. I just and I mean Kim has always been on board with this whole second wife shit, whether or not she truly is on board with it. But she has said she's on board with it. She said she's on, like, because of kids. Like, yeah, you can have this other lady, and she can have your child, and her and that child can be in whatever other country besides America and do their thing. But, like, so she has never wanted to be involved with the child portion no, of really. Christmas life. That was never part of the... Yeah. She's the, never yeah. said she's never right. never said that you know bring the child here, bring the woman and child here. Like she's like, no, you can have a kid wherever else, right? And we'll and have our marriage, and you raise it with whoever that is, and yeah. yeah, and we'll keep it separate. And I think maybe it was Kim that brought it up. Maybe been Jamal. I think it was Kim though that she's the one that's always making concessions here. Yeah, she's constantly making concessions for Uzman. Yeah, it's like, dude. I mean, now you're gonna make her raise a kid. Like, yeah, what and the that fuck, dude? that is. Probably the biggest concession you could ask. Uh, yeah, of seriously, I'd rather I'd rather my spouse fuck someone else than have to raise another kid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> I love my kids, but God damn it, I'd rather jump from a bus than have yeah. another one. I'm, honestly, nobody's handing me a kid at fifty eight or no. fifty or forty five and being like, "Hey, be a parent." Like, mm, what? Don't you have anything yeah. else you can ask? <laughs> like, what? And I, I I also I don't like that Kim puts so much pressure on Jamal to like Soda Boy. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah, let that shit happen natural. If he likes him, he likes him. If he doesn't, he doesn't. You exactly. just got to let the dice fall they may. The and as it is may. right now, like, Soda Boy is all the way in Nigeria. So it's like, it's not like they have to hang out every day and get along. It's like, right. it's kind of silly. And yeah, he might, he might, 
move here. But like then again, he's gonna move here and what be in San Diego and he's gonna be he New York. Not, he might not. Like, ma- yeah, it, it's like you're assuming Soda Boy can make it here. Yeah, he, may, he might not make it. Yeah, it's like maybe work on that relationship when he's here. If yeah, he's let's ever cross here. that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, but uh, it ends with. Kim inviting Jamal to Nigeria to meet him, and Jamal's not even opposed to it. But he does take a shot at Usman's, quote, fame. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Okay, Michael, uh, Angela, and Michael. Well. Michael has come a long way regarding his fear of water. He's yeah. actually, like, swimming. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. He's, like, diving in and everything. And he, he whines and dines her. He's doing everything to make her feel special and important. Except doing his sexy dancing. He didn't do his sexy dancing. Uh, but it winds down. He asks her, can you please just not go to fucking Canada to yep. meet this, this guy? And she's like, Michael, I need to. He needs me. I need to help. Again, we're back to Yara. You know, what the it's fuck are you Yara doing show. to help what Billy? What are you going to do? Send Listen, him money. You know, like, okay, you can do that electronically. You know why she's full of shit? Billy is Canadian. That man has insurance. Yeah. He can get an in-home nurse. Why do you need to go? What are your special skills? It's like, are you giving him your kidney? No. Like, what do you? Why? What the you, fuck are you gonna do? What can you do there that you can't? She do? wanted to blow him while he was getting dialysis. <laughs> that was the plan, basically. You know, and she admitted to having a crush in this yeah, guy. Yeah, like, there's and and Michael's just gonna feel good about that. And I'm like, just what? so annoyed because there is no fucking chance in hell that Angela would ever say okay to uh, if Michael had said, "Hey, I got a crush on this lady." Done. Michael said over. hi to somebody yep. and she freaked the fuck out. He had that lady, uh, whatever her name was, in his phone and she freaked out. There was a girl's name in his phone. She was ready to divorce him for that shit. And it's like, like she was but, done. It's like, but meanwhile, you're booking a trip to Canada to go hang out with this guy that. You said you have a crush on. Like, right, Michael would right. never make it that far in that situation with Angela. There'd be no way. And it's like, how can you? And she gives this big thing like, I don't like being told what to do. I don't like when people try to control me. He's but, trying so hard to make me submissive. But you're it's like, controlling him and making yeah. him submissive. If it's, you don't like it, don't do it to other people. Exactly. It's like you cannot, and and it's so ridiculous that she is the age that she is, and she says these things, and it's like, do you not realize you are doing exactly that to Michael? One hundred percent. And like you, and like you need to, like you and, need to and realize what he's like, asking is really reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an unreasonable, like, don't go meet this dude you want to fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alone. And, and, and it's just so crazy you know? that, and I mean, it's not surprising at all at this point, but it's just so crazy that Angela is just like, I don't like him telling me what to do. It's like, dude, like, the producer should ask, like, well, would you be all right with it if Michael did this, did that to you? And it'd be absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. She'd be okay with it. He'd, he'd be done. The can- She'd probably start yelling at Michael just for the producer even mentioning it. Yep. You know? Yep. And it's like, uh, so, you know, they did a phone call with Billy, and Billy swears he doesn't have a crush on Angela. He keeps calling her Angel, but yeah. that allegedly is because she's so nice to him or whatever. Yeah. But, dude, you're calling my wife Angel. Fuck you. Yeah. You're leading her on. You, you know what yeah. this is. You got to. Uh, you know what, what, are you blind? And he probably is leading her on for whatever financial support she's giving well, him. he's got clout. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not sure that he's actually. I'm sure actually, his TikTok blew the fuck up. Yeah. So, you know? so I'm not sure that he's actually into her in that way, but. Well, I don't, I don't doubt that, but he knows. He, yeah. he had to know yeah. that she wanted to fuck him. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, ugh. like, yeah. If I am talking with somebody and she's got pet names for my boyfriend, like, we got a problem, uh, bitch. Like, like, we got a little if bit. I'm of problem. taking off the hoop earrings and we're going at it. Yeah, you know. And I'm just gonna say this: Michael could kick Billy's ass. I, oh, I, yeah. Like, it's not always about that, but Michael could. First of all, Michael's got lackluster kidneys. Mm-hmm. Michael just one pot shot in the side of the fucking back there. It's over. Done. Yeah. Dunzo. 
But Michael, you know, and I like that Michael called him out for because for calling her angel and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then I, I like that he asked him too, like, do you have a crush on my wife? And then Angela, of course, like, oh my Shut the hell up. It. Yeah, it's like, no, bitch, I ain't shutting the no. hell up. Like I'm getting to the bot like you call random ass numbers in my phone, I'm talking to a random ass person on your phone right now. Like You're like a no. blue tick bloodhound. You know, the southern people have all those phrases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the whole segment just pissed me off yeah. honestly and, and it, it just it just, just so, considering how all the hypocrisy how in it, far I she took it, it because yeah. of michael's social media yeah and, and he and she blamed all of that on michael like well all if you hadn't it. done this i would have never done it. like even no. her wanting to fuck this guy is michael's fault yeah everything is michael's fault it's like nope you work on your relationship you don't go and start messaging other people and all this shit and then be like and, well and she's just fault. like well i'm going to canada you can divorce me if you don't like it yeah like, and that and then poor michael but, but michael's the one that's not working to make this relationship work. You know? Yeah, exactly. What? And it, like that would be it. If I were Michael, like that, that would be really hurtful. And but like it would really. That's that Michael. Don't put your foot down about social media. Put your foot down about that. Like you go to Canada, this, I'm done. Yeah, seriously. You go to Canada, visit another man that you told me you have a crush on. We're done. That's it. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. That's it. So like I, I can't tell you one hundred percent that Michael's a good man, but I do know he's not as awful as Angela is trying to make him seem. Yeah, yeah. He's just not. No. Nope. You know, I agree. All right, how about Jovi and Yara? Another segment I'm. I'm kind of getting I'm sick yeah. of their storyline. Like, cause yeah. I feel like they only have Yara on here because of the whole uh, Russian invasion, and like they have like a Ukrainian person that that can like talk about it and like shed light on it, kind of a thing. But Yara but, is a terrible person to pick to do that. Yeah, her perspective sucks. Yeah, and I'm just and everybody all over Twitter and uh, Instagram are all talking about how she keeps saying I'm here to help people, and like you haven't done a but, lick of a, a single thing to help anybody. Who are you here. helping? Yeah, you you helped by getting getting a drink or a coffee or whatever with your friend. Yeah, they don't need your company that bad. Yeah, they like just no, don't. they they just don't. And then talking about staying and people are upset, and they go back and forth on social media about how. Um, well, if Jovi's just going to be at work, why can't she just stay in in Prague while while Jovi's there? But the thing is, is the way she's been so shady and like trying to look at apartments yeah. behind his back, trying to like she uh, didn't doing all go this about it the right way. Yeah, it's like you're doing sh- whether or not she meant this or not, or has this big alternate ulterior motive here of these, she's going to take their kid and you know move. And, and they even uh, you know, said whatever. like, well, I need a place just in case we don't work out. Yeah, and so like, it's like you're you're doing everything you can to make this guy logically fear. That oh, if you just stay here, you'll never come back. Like well, you, yeah, like, I, I I think he's it's not unreasonable for him to think that. Yeah, and I think that is what he thinks. And people are like he's being controlling and selfish. Like no, it's just his mm-hmm. wife has given him pretty much every major reason to believe she may never come back. Like if she stays there, oh, yeah. and he goes to work. He, he, oh yeah, she's not gonna come back. I and, love that. Uh, there's a couple things I love at their breakfast. Jovi ordered a beer. Yeah. First of all. Yep. And it's like, I understand Germany. Jovi, it's 1030 beer. in the morning. It's like, and like I, I understand they've got good beer. Okay. Granted. I'll give you that. But dude, it's breakfast. Like, yeah. Really, it's breakfast. You might have a problem, man. And secondly, <laughs> uh, Yara's mom was wearing a sweater that said y'all. Yeah. What was like, that about? Like something you get at a truck stop in Kentucky. Like, like I don't know. Who, I th- yeah. That who was very funny. Bought it? Like, I can't stand Yara's fucking mom either. I like, can't. For She's a woman awful. that barely fucking says a thing uh, on the show and, yeah. you know, like, and has such little screen time, yeah. it's like, she's so nasty. She's she's so, she's like Yara. She's very quiet she's and manipulative. Secretive. She's yeah, like, a behind like, the scenes saboteur. Like she, yeah, she knows Pure him well Soviet that shit. she is yeah. right in front of Jovi's face trying to convince her to, to stay there. 
there and basically leave Jovi, like in yeah, putting absolutely. all these doubts in her head and like she's this 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 villain and and Jovi kind of knows shit's going on, but like he has no idea. How fucking nasty, like, the mom's, and she's acting all sweet, like, oh, you're, you're making my mom cry, Jovi. Oh, like, you're making my mom, like, she probably learned that shit from the KGB, like, while she's, like, during the Soviet years. Like, she, she's, she's fucking up the relationship yeah. from behind the scenes. Yeah. And I think she's doing it on purpose. I think she wants the, she wants her yeah, daughter to come back. Because she's lonely, and, and she, she wants, wants her daughter the there. granddaughter there. Yep. So she doesn't give a fuck about yeah. Jovi and his family. Which I understand it's your daughter. She's planting seeds. And you, you, I would like to think you miss your daughter, but it's just like, you can't be ruining your daughter's relationship it's for not yourself. good. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. It's just fucked up. You're making problems right. that aren't, aren't like there. If, if karma's real, then you're, you're fucking your karma big time by doing shit like that. Yeah. And, you know, the whole thing about, like, Jovi going to work, like, Jovi... Jovi doesn't work like like he works for like three weeks at a time, yeah. which is a long time, but it's not so long. It's like, well, I'm just gonna stay in another continent yeah. until you're done. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like that's that's too much. Like you that's can, overboard. You can survive being at home for a few weeks. Like if she said, I want to do that when you go to work, you know, a couple of times a year. Yeah, I want to go do that. That's reasonable. Yeah, like but maybe just like every time times. you go to work, I'm gonna quarterly. I'm just gonna be doing this. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that that's... smells like bullshit to me because that's too much effort. To, to do all that. Yeah. And eventually she's just going to be like, oh, it's, I'm not going back. Yeah, exactly. You know. And, and yeah, and it just, I just hate the whining of like, I just want to stay here to help people. Like, uh, bitch, help you people. are not helping anybody. And it's like, you know, it, and he says like, well, I know that the, I, the odds of like Russia attacking Germany are not next to nothing. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, the whole NATO shit. But uh, what happens if you're in a dangerous situation and you need help? And she's like, I'll call you your friend, uh, you know. And, and his friend, like, without missing a beat, and, and I, I don't really like this guy very much, but he's okay. Mm-hmm. Without missing a beat, he's like, listen, that's dad duty. That's yeah. not friend yep. duty. Yep. And he's like, 100%. You just said it right there, man. I'd be like, hey, man, don't fucking call me. No. <laughs> I like. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I think, I feel like it's a, a, a gaslighting effort to mm-hmm. make us believe that Jovi's being controlling when, yeah, uh, what he's saying is not unreasonable. Yeah, he and and like yeah, people think he's being controlling just because he's he like oh I'm leaving for work um but I want you to go home anyway. It's like no like I mean what, one like financially he is trying to tell her and, what like he's telling her what to do. Yeah, but it's not unreasonable. Yeah, it's and and I would be a hundred percent feeling like man I don't know if she's gonna fucking come back and like I mean yeah. I guess she could come back and he could go go to wherever he's gonna go for work and she could get on the next plane and fucking go back behind his back anyway but like right it's just it's just not fair that you have made you've done everything you can like on huge levels like looking for a, a place to live behind his back you know like, like you have created all the insecurity in yeah. your husband that you may not yeah. return to him that's it, this your is, fault it's too much you and it's your fucking much. fucking olga over there with her little yeah, kgb shit in the background mom kgb well that just about does it for this edition of big ed's neck the only Manity fiance podcast today next please join us next time what we're going to talk about Happily Ever After Season 7, Episode 15. You can count. Motherfucker, go by. <laughs> <laughs>